As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory. Sewing Out Loud. Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue. And I'm ZD Donahue. And as I was saying before we sat down to record, I keep forgetting what we're about to podcast about, and then I remember. And I think it is such a good idea. No, you're setting them up to think I that know. this is some like sophisticated or extravagant There's or like, or revelation no, it's or something. Not, it's not. There it's very puns, simple. There are puns to be had. Oh, is that it? I'm I'm just she's exp- talking. I love it. She's I love talking it. about entertaining herself yes, versus yes, you. Yes, yeah, exactly. That's what you're talking about. Enjoy the work. Love. Yeah. Love. Do the work hey, you love. Love the work look, you do. I want to know. Have you ever been to a quilting bar? <laughs> No, but I have one in my sewing accessory drawer. Oh, oh, we did not practice that. Oh, gosh, it's a great day. So what would a quilting bar do for you? It would help me. Oh, shoot. Hold on. Um, What would, would they have a drink called? Maybe they'd have a, a drink called the Drunkard's Path. That's right. Uh, maybe they would... Is this a special kind of You could of bar chase it. <laughs> with could... like a double wedding ring. I that's don't know if that's a drink or like a. Right. Or well, something. What else. about like a f- flying geese or something? Oh, yeah. Oh my gosh. <laughs> the quilting bar. We're going to. No, talk. but if you drink too much, okay. everything looks like a Bargello. <laughs> <laughs> Bargello shots. Bargello shots. Oh my God. Oh my God. Bargello shots. Bargello shots. Okay. Oh. Okay. This isolation stuff has gone on too long. We're going to win a Pulitzer Prize. Okay. You know, a podcast, an audio program recently won a Pulitzer Prize for the first time. And it wasn't us? No, it was This American Life. Uh, I mean, those people, I guess they know what they're doing. But uh, did they cut Bargello shots? Bargello shots. That is good. All right. That is really good. Well, Maybe we should just stop. Bar and Jello and, and shots. shots. Ah. Okay. But anyway, we're going to talk about seam guides today. <laughs> and we have done. A and podcast. there's one called. There's one. There's a one quilting, bar. quilting bar. <laughs> we're like, oh my gosh, the quilt bar. We don't even like to quilt. I mean, I'll just say it right now. Zidi and I personally. You can use a quilting bar for other things. I know. I know. Yes. We're going to tell okay. that. But Zidi and I personally don't enjoy quilting. We like to make garments. We like home right. deck. We like costuming. We don't. Well, it's just not, not that, our thing. I mean, not that we haven't quilted and not that it yeah. doesn't come. But 
and if we do quilting, it seems like it gets incorporated into a garment. Uh, yeah, yeah, or a home deck. Right. Anyway, but we are going to open the quilting bar. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> after this pandemic is over. All right. For our jello shots. Moving on. We're talking about seam guides. We are very passionate about seam allowance, ZD and me, aren't we? ZD and Most of the time, ZD yes. I would I. say yes. Because, you know, cutting and seam allowance is what makes the product so, come out yeah, properly. Like keeping, uh, you know, accurate cutting, then sewing an accurate seam allowance, and giving yourself enough seam allowance to uh, keep your stitch stable as you're working on things. And that we've covered that in our seam allowance episode. But then I was just, you know, being a genius earlier, and I was like, we haven't talked about seam guides and the different types of seam guides there are. Uh, and let's just cover our another tenet. Okay, I would say that after a thread with your presser foot up, keep your eye off the needle. Keep, don't don't watch your needle. Watch your guide. Watch your it's guide. Like watch whatever movement. you've designated as your guide for sewing. If you watch your needle going up and down, and you think you think that's going to help you put it in the right place or whatever, right. you know, keep it or keep it in a good line or whatever. No, your eyeball bounces up and down with it. That's no. what happens. Yeah, we're going to talk to you about so that. So you need right. to be looking at something stable that's going along that guide, which, whether it be the edge of the fabric going along the guide or you're, you're looking at your presser foot and what, you know, it's going along something, whatever. Right. I've used all kinds of things all for right. guides. And we're going to yeah. talk about them. So the first, I would say, you know, when you look at your throat plate – I would say on 100% of sewing machines, don't you think? You're going to look at that. I have plate. never seen a sewing machine without a throat plate. Yeah. Well, I mean, and and with the guy, right? With yeah. that floor. So and the lines are grooves. Okay. Yeah. The lines are grooves. Uh, you know, I've seen one that maybe isn't grooves, but maybe, like, I mean, it was not a super nice machine. Okay. It must have been a toy. It, right. Uh, <laughs> so, um, your throat plate has lines on it. Yes. Now, the newer mach the machine, the more they've tried to, like, be really nice to you and label the crap out of them. Okay? Right. Uh, which can be good, except, <laughs> except then you move your needle and, and it's not, it, right? You know? Well, you can move your needle and then those numbers don't mean anything. Yes. Or you can get really old like me and you can't see the numbers. You know they're there. You see yeah. them. You know, but you're, you're not quite sure if you're looking at the five-eighths or the three-eighths or the what's. Yes. So the... Um, the the throat plate, those lines, that's a, it's very old, very, you know, just a, a way that we have been, you know, doing, uh, maintaining a seam allowance for a long time since the very first sewing machines, probably. I make it sound like it's like the Pleistocene era or something. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, so uh, we, we have those lines in our throat plate. So how do we use those lines, Mom? Well, the lines on your throat plate, generally, you are guiding the edge of your fabric along them. Because if you guide your fabric over them, you can't see them. You can't see them. Right. Now, I'm going to get go with ahead. this tip real fast so that I don't forget it. So, some of us don't see as well or as we used to or maybe never saw well at all. I don't know. Whatever. whatever. If you need help with what I'm going to talk about, this is my trick. So... I don't always see the – well, and there's so many more lines. Like, there yeah, used to no, be, like, like, two or three lines on my plate. Now there's, you know, six or seven, and they're going all different directions and everything else. So what you can do is you can take – what I do is I take nail polish. Uh -huh. 
I put it in that little groove because the lines are actually grooves, yeah. correct? So you kind of dab it in there with the little, you know, brush applicator or whatever. And then you can sort of wipe off the top uh -huh. so that there's none on the top. I, I thought that our older machines, that they came with the red line. With a little red line. And it so here's what you can do. You can do a red line. You can do a white line. Okay, but so, I, right. I don't know what, like you, you say you added that though. I always I, added I've it. It was under, not on there. I've been under the impression, and you marked the 5 eighths inch. Because right. Because that's a generally the that's right. traditional garment sewing seam allowance. Uh, you marked that, and I thought that it came like that. So That's I'm just right. saying that it's kind well, of funny. So you can use more than one color if you want to say, okay, so, yeah. you know, you, you I use these two lines the most. I'm going to make this one white and this one red or yeah. this one black and this one red or whatever. You know, now you, you've got a multitude of colors, of course. Yeah. And I do like nail polish, honestly. It seems like it works the best. I've and used like acrylic paints before and I don't think they stay oh, yeah. in as well. So yeah. It, it, uh, it goes down in that groove and it's pretty well protected. So right. that's nice. Uh, so what you are doing with that guide, like you mentioned before, if we get into like the really, uh, <laughs> what I want to say, the most basic definition of a seam guide, with those grooves that are on the machine, you are lining up the raw edges of your fabric mm -hmm. for a seam, or you could be top stitching right. a hem yeah. or something else. But it's an edge. that You have to yeah. have an edge, edge that you're using as a reference That's point. That's right. And you run it along there, and your eyes... What you should be doing is you should be watching the seam guide and watching that edge. That's as correct. You go along. Don't watch the needle popping up and down. No. Now there are other ways that you can do this. There are magnetic seam guides. Right, and they're usually, you know, elevated. They've got some yeah. topography it's to them. A, it's a physical barrier. It is, so it that you can helpful. go like sort of up against it. And some of those are um, magnetic. Yeah. Um, well, I want to talk about the magnets for a okay. minute. Okay, so a lot of people are like, oh, my machine's plastic. Your throw plate might be metal, though. Right. So for some reason, you're, like, interested in the magnetic one. There you go. See if it will stick to right. your metal throat plate where you need it. Um, the other thing is there's a Nancy's Notions product that's, like, a re-stickable mm -hmm. seam guide. Yes. So it's made that stuff, I don't know. I don't know what that stuff is called, but some kind of, like, polymer right that adheres to you know surfaces and, and then, then when it gets dusty you have to rinse it off, rinse it off. and then it gets so and it gets actually, sticky again it's not actually it's not a glue it's not a glue okay right and it comes with like a piece of clear film that you can like right. stick it back to and right. like mom said it gets dusty you rinse it and you are oily it. i guess yeah. whatever yeah and you allow it to air dry right and then it has its uh gripping powers back which is nice because with the metal ones like if your metal throat plate doesn't extend to right. uh, the as far as you need it, that can be important. The other thing about the, yeah, and when you would say extend, it doesn't extend very far in front of the needle. Your throat, your metal, the magnetic, throat, the, ones yeah, the, and the throat right, right. When the throat, the throat plate. plate doesn't seem, you know, it's usually back under the presser foot more, uh -huh. you know, where the feed dogs are. So if you want something to like, you know, help you more forward, right? If you want to be on there before you get, you know, to the stitching area, it's hard to do that sometimes. That Nancy Zeman one is uh, sold as two pieces, so you can use it as one, or you can like interlink the two to make it really long. So, like Zidi just said, I think this is really important for me and the type of sewing that I do. I don't like a physical barrier there all the time because if you have a curved seam. 
then you are you're watching your edge just like we talked about but you really are only watching the point that is directly to the right of the needle right and then so like if you imagine an arm's eye that is curved or like a I don't know, a sleeve cap or something like that. You're constantly pivoting the fabric in order to maintain the proper seam allowance. Well, and if you have a convex curve you're going around, then you're then you're driving into yeah, the it, barrier. Either way, like right. you know, a, a severe curve, right. that long straight thing is gonna kind of get in your way. Right. However, if I'm like hemming a bunch of curtains and I want to make it really easy on myself. Like and if you're straight, making curtains for an Or Street uh yeah, window, right. like yeah, you'll do anything. You'll do whatever yeah. you need to do. Right. So uh, in that case, I would like to have that physical barrier. Um, but for a lot of the more detailed garment sewing, I'm going to use my sight and not right. have that. So there's that magnetic one. There's the sticky special Nancy Zeman one. And then there's also you taking a stack of Post-it notes <laughs> from mm -hmm. the office and so you can make that, you know, however high you think you need that stack of post-it notes. Right. It can be, you know, an eighth inch high, a quarter inch high. It can be a half inch high. But you can stick them to, you know, whatever side of your presser foot you need them to be. Uh, that's the other thing. Sometimes, since that throat plate doesn't extend everywhere you need right. it, you can't get that metal one to go where you need it to go. And, okay, you know, I don't know if I've ever used a seam guide to the left of the needle. I generally use the ones. To I the know right. I have, and I can't tell you why. And okay, I just said that, and now I'm yeah. remembering that I think I have used it because it exists on another machine. And I was like, oh, I'm going to go use that machine because it has it over here. So it's nice. Some machines have markings right. on that side, and and some don't. Well, people who are familiar with tailoring, yeah, say when you put a sleeve in, you put both sleeves in in the same direction so right. one has to be sewn to the right of the needle and one has to be sewn to the left of the needle yes so that can be helpful there but if you don't have a line there you can do that now there's one more that you wrote down uh that's kind of in this vein and that is putting a rubber band right around your right and and i arm. when i think of that you're on your free arm yeah you're on yeah, your free you're arm. on your free arm and you can use the rubber band and a lot of times you can slip you know your your portable table back up over a rubber yeah. band and the other thing you can use is like a ponytail holder that is thicker and gives you a bigger barrier but then that will a lot of times impede, impede yeah yeah you know putting back on like the 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 arm cover or but whatever these um these barriers that are a little more three-dimensional mm -hmm. are helpful to people who have low vision. That's true. Or to blind people. Mm -hmm. And I know, I mean, I I had this thought before, uh, and I was very wrong. I was like, well, blind people, do they sew? Yes, they, they do. do. Well, our, another thing is, is someone who has a limited amount of control with their hands. So they've, so, yeah. they've had a stroke, or there's a palsy there, or, or they, you know... Anything like that that will help. Yeah, yeah. Any, you know, it's just, a, it's always just, a, you know, helpful if you are not absolutely perfect at, you know, the top of the sewing machine game at the time yeah, or whatever. Yeah, or for some right. reason that's like a challenge for you. Um, and, oh, I was going to say something else and I've lost it. So, oh, they sell tape. Okay. So there's always a specialty product around the corner to replace your household solution and I have to say, they do help. Like, 
Wonder Clips instead of Binder Clips. Yeah, okay. Wonder Clips are better. Uh, you know, and sometimes this machine tape that mm-hmm. they sell, they sell it as ruler tape, too. It looks like ruler tape, so it's marked off usually yeah. in inches, you know, in, in oh, eighth well, and quarter inches. Oh, I'm not talking about that. Okay, I'm oh. talking about something different. Oh, you're talking, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. That's card detailing tape. Okay, here you are. So you can use that, too. Okay. Or uh, you can use washi tape so it's less but it is a little three-dimensional okay you can feel it you can feel it so it's a less of a i would find it to be less impeding to me well well, it doesn't and it also doesn't impede anything like Uh you know the arm the free arm or and and putting the attachment on that kind of stuff and you'll be like wait do i need that well give it a shot give it a try or try your household solution first and then see what would help you um but i do want to just reiterate like Make sure you know what you marked, okay? Right. Is this a 5 8 inch seam from your needle when it's in the left position, Mm -hmm. when it's in the center, when it's in the right? What is it? Right. Make sure you either have written this down, you have a note on your machine, like for this project, it's like this, or... It is how you sew by default. And that's another place post-it notes are good. Oh, yeah. If you need a note about... What stitch you're going back and forth to, and how it's set, or what's set, anything. So that Mallory doesn't mess up. The that's mask well, again. and that's another. Well, that's another thing to do if you're sharing a machine, yeah. Especially, or if you're leaving a project for yeah. somebody else, write down those things and put a post-it note up for that person. Yes. Yeah, so, um, or I mean, you can always sit down to your machine and remeasure. But I know a lot right. of people will use that tape, and they know, oh, the blue one is this, right? And the pink one is this uh you know it's these well and there's a lot of people that don't um vary their sewing like other people you know they they sort of stick with the same things well and i got it here i'm like okay for this project for some reason i'm using sort of an out of the ordinary yeah you know kind of thing and it happens to work because of i don't know the width of the stripe in my yes yeah whatever you know what's going on uh so there there are all those things uh that that you can use and I think that, you know, there are people who do like a lot of other improvising for sure. There is there are flexible rulers yes. that can go on the machine, that can stick on the machine. That can be nice because then you get like also a measuring Absolutely. implement, you know. Well, you can use just a flat refrigerator magnet yeah, as a seam guide. You can. You can. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Do you have any other seam guides before well, we talk about quilting bars? <laughs> yes, I do. I actually, actually do. Okay. Should we take a break, though, first? Well, we can. Okay. ZD, what's your favorite way to measure yourself? With my easy check tape measure. So tell me a little bit about this. It's the only way to measure myself, I think. Why is it so magical? Because there's a slide on it. Uh Uh-huh. You actually snap one end of the tape measure into the back of the slide, and then you fit it to the measurement, and then you can unsnap. And the slide remains on the place that you've measured. So if you're trying to measure your arm. Right. Or your underbust. Right. Or your or thigh. Or your head. Or your head. Oh, yeah. The head. Right. Definitely. Well, <laughs> and, you know, measuring yourself is one thing. But even measuring somebody else, what it does is it marks the spot, basically, where the measurement is. And so if I'm, and this happens to you, that you're measuring somebody and they start talking to you and you're like, was that 21 or 23? Oh my gosh. Right. And where with this, you know, it, it, the slide has marked it. I also have heard feedback from customers who say, 
I am sending this to my daughter or, you know, so that she can measure my grandchildren That's and it will right. be accurate. Right. Right? Well, we've actually had trainers, too, yep. that, that bought these, you know, for their customers or they themselves use it for their customers or it was a male trainer and a female client. Uh, he right. didn't have to put his hands on the person right. or whatever. Also, this tape measure, when you use it with a snap, it's impossible to work from the wrong side. That's the other thing yeah. I was going to say. You can't measure from the 60 end. You have to measure from, from the, the zero, one end. From the zero, zero end. Yes. Right, right. And I said 60, but... Um, you know, it also has the millimeters on the other side, too. So yeah. you, you've got... Um, you have imperial, imperial and you have metric. Metric, uh, right. And so the easy check tape measure makes it very simple when you are trying to measure yourself uh, and you just don't want to be fumbling around. Well, and I think... You know, the thing is, don't order one, because if somebody sees it, a husband or right? a daughter or just a friend, I mean, honestly, at Christmas time, I would put this like in almost everybody's stocking stuffer. And I think it's a great thing to like send away to college with people, things like that, where Fabulous. You, you want yeah. something measured. Well, if you're interested in your own easy check tape measure, you can see a video on how it works at sewhere.com slash tape measure, and you can check it out for yourself. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. When I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich. But you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Uh-oh. Uh, we're back. <laughs> All right. So I'm sitting back in my chair and trying not to be hot, just so everybody knows. ZD's hot. Or Mike is hot. I don't our know our editor on. told us that... We had a hot mic. She said, one of you is hot, and I said, it must be me. That's right. But anyway. So the next guides I want to talk about are the ones that are on top of, or like attached to the foot, or that are presser feet. Right. It can be just the edge yes. of your foot. So it can be the edge of your foot. And actually, on some of the feet that are open or, um, you know, transparent, if yeah. you can see through or whatever... It can be a mark on them somewhere. Okay, and then yeah. there are feet that And I'm like... not saying a mark somebody made to be a guide. <laughs> yeah, that, right. it was put there. It's one I decided would be a guide. Um, right. 
there are feet that look like they have little rulers attached to yes, them, too. Yes, those two. So this is important when you don't have an edge. It's like you're sewing on top of a project. So, like, top stitching, maybe you're, like, on top of the fabric, but you have... Um, a seam that you want to go along, right? Yes. Next to or yeah, something. Yeah, and then this does bring up the edge joint. It does. Foot. The edge joint foot fits in there too. So it has that little, you know, center guide, which we've, and we have talked so about. So that's that. your stitch in the groove type yeah, foot. Yeah, stitch in the ditch, stitch in the groove, um, where you can move your needle. And then these other ones, uh, like there's, there's a, a, a foot called the seam guide foot and it literally looks like there is kind of a ruler like a little ruler sticking side. out of it yeah and then there are some feet they look like they are rulers right but you can snap them and you can sew and stuff but it's, it's <laughs> kind of interesting it's like man we're getting really accurate here and then there's the quilt bar yes there is there's the quilt Mallory bar Mallory wants to go to the quilt Mallory bar and throw back bar. some Bargello bar shots. shots yeah I do That'll make you stitch straight. That's right. So I want to talk a little bit about quilting bars because I think people use them not <laughs> in the... She's been to so many. Well, right. <laughs> okay. Once again, so I try, I try to stay out of this because I really don't... I'm not a quilter. So I, I don't... It's like I wouldn't listen to me about quilting. You know what I mean? I would, I would go to somebody else. But when people use a quilt bar, what they're doing, let's, let's just... I'm going to make a generalization. This is generally... To create parallel lines of quilting. Right. Sometimes they're rather lar- far apart. Yes. It can be like up to like an inch apart or more. I mean, they, they can, can be, be two or three inches apart. They can be closer together. But if you're doing However something, far away your bar is, that's is right. how far they can be. Yeah. But generally you use this to make kind of a larger distance because if you need something smaller than one of those like seam guide foots, is, foots feet are appropriate. Foots you know, is- Foots is. Like that really narrow railroad quilting that's popular, like on the on the modern right. quilts, you could do that with a presser foot, probably. So these quilt bars are for some of these wider channels, and people will then like they'll go to their quilt sandwich or they'll go to their quilt and they'll do two perpendicular lines, and then to start their quilting, they run the needle down the line they've marked, and I'm like. No, you're watching your needle. Right. Run the quilt bar right. down the line that you marked. Right. And then proceed from there and run right. the quilt bar down your, uh, you know, your subsequent lines. Yes. But uh, it's always like on that first one, I'm like, no, no, no. Your line's not going to be very nice because you're right. watching your needle. No matter how, it's it's not as it's not as nice as when you like use the quilt bar. Right. As your, so that's just my my two cents there. So it might not be referred to as a quilt bar. Yes. At your house or in your owner's manual. It might say quilt guide. Or they, sometimes people just do call this a seam guide. Yeah. Sometimes it does say seam guide. And they, this is where it's nice if you do a lot of this type of thing to have one that goes on the left and one that goes on the right. Well, and that, that is kind of an issue. Some machines will only have a right-sided seam guide. Uh, Um, I have, flipped it over and used it on the left before it doesn't work as as well it's not as nice but um you know you can get a left and a right okay so how these work they work differently on different machines uh on the baby lock with your like kind of default or your most basic quilt bar quilt guide it just kind of shoves into the back of the ankle here with tension right there's no screw or anything like that so you can use it on almost every foot right 
uh, so yeah, you could have a quilt bar with your couching foot or right. your this. Or and, your and people will talking, use this. You know, maybe they're doing a decorative stitch and yeah. they're trying to keep them, you know, a certain distance apart on right. something. So you can use that's that is really nice that you can use any foot. When you get into your walking feet, okay, you may have to buy quilt guides that are specific to your walking yes. foot. Um, and I remember us selling like there was a basic walking foot. And there was a deluxe walking mm-hmm. foot. And one of the things about the deluxe is that it came with the two quilt bars. It had a bump for both sides. For both sides. That's correct. And that walking foot was like, you know, a little nicer somehow, you know. So I always told people, just go ahead and buy this one because it comes with these attachments, right. you know, that make it easier for you to do what you want to do. Uh, and the way these seam guides work or these quilt guides or these quilt bars work is they uh, have that um, – you know, bar at the back, and then they have kind of something that swoops down. Right. So it's, it's like, kind of like a foot or an ankle that kind yeah. of comes down. And it lays on the fabric, and you need to be careful because you don't want it to impede your fabric. It just needs kind of skin. Well, and top. that's one reason I think, like, Baby Lock and, and other machines I know have this too. Like, it just goes in with tension so that it will glide over the if there's a humper above and not right. hit and you the, can you can rotate right. so you can first of all adjust its distance from the right. needle to give yourself your one inch or your half inch or your one and a half <laughs> inch lines but then it rotates a bit so that you can adjust right. how it rides on and the really you don't want it riding on your fabric no. as much as just barely hovering it can it can barely touch so that you can be right. accurate you right. know uh, but these these are good for things other than quilting and you can use it as a physical barrier Absolutely. Okay, you mm-hmm. could use it yes. when you're sewing to where there's an edge. Yes. Uh, and this would be nice, once again, for, like, something like drapes or something like that. And But it doesn't attach to the bed of your machine. It's attaching to the foot and right. then dropping, you know, to the foot and dropping down to the bed of the machine. So that's kind of nice. Um, and then our... What Are we talking you, about the laser? Uh, have you talked about the laser? No. Would you like talk to talk about, about the laser? The laser? I'd, love, I'd love to talk about the laser. And I'll tell you what, it actually is a laser. Yes, it is. It is now. Okay, so we talked about free motion quilting mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. And the BSR had a red light that shone down on the fabric. And everyone was like, don't call it a laser. It's not a laser. Right. It is, you know, uh, and people are all I think it was it infrared. Yeah. It's a laser and yeah. blah, 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 or whatever. And it was just like something that was allowing the machine to sense the movement of the right. fabric. Okay, well, these new guides on the sewing machines, I, they are actually a laser. What is a, what's laser stand for? Oh. Light amplification. Chin, emitting something. Something, right? Radi- radiation. <laughs> Light amplification by stimulated emission of radiation. There you okay, go. So it is, you know, it is a laser. Now, there are other parts, though. There, now there's all sorts of different things. There is sort of a projection now that can happen on some of the machines so it'll project down a grid that's not a laser but like the line is okay i must admit i'm i'm not we've we've done an episode where we talk about the laser it's it's about like smart machines right i don't think the laser is a make it or break it thing for me it isn't for me yeah now projecting your embroidery motif down that's, on the fabric that, that is, is amazing that's amazing okay i would pay for that uh, <laughs> the laser is not quite as amazing to so, me okay things like that just what the all the embroidery stuff and positioning uh, things and all that. of that <laughs> and moving the hoops around and all that and the sides of the hoops 
all of that that's happened in the last 25 years is just been so rapid. Yes, yes. And amazing. Okay, but what happens here with this laser is it shines down a straight line on your fabric. Okay, so this can be nice, but a lot of people are like, well, I just don't see how it's useful in like a non-quilting um you know, environment or, right. you know, non-quilting. Okay, I'm just sewing straight lines with this, okay? And that can be true. You can get really accurate, though, because on your screen, on your machine, you can see where your needle is positioned, and then you can see where the laser is. So if you're trying to get something just super-duper accurate like that, it can be nice. The other, the main reason I like it is for multi-motion stitches, and I'll tell you why. So multi-motion stitch is one where your feed dogs move the fabric side to side. Okay. And, you know, ZD and I are big fans of not pushing or pulling your fabric through the machine because it will it will do it itself. Okay. But when you start to get these multi-motion machines and you kind of try to back off the guidance – or multi-motion stitches, excuse me, and you back off the guidance – it can get off track. Right. Okay? So, like, your bumblebee isn't complete if you didn't, you know, right. keep everything on. The bumblebee's head is hanging off. Yes. Yeah. So, what I like to do is I like to give myself a long straight line in chalk or whatever marking tool I'm using or it's the, it is, you know, maybe I am hemming something. And I then I shine that laser down and I keep my laser parallel to my chalk right. line. Or to the edge of my fabric. Right. I used to tell what I used to tell people before the laser, or what I tell people without the laser, is look at the side of your foot. Right. And keep it parallel. Parallel. Okay. But you get such a longer reference line from it's your like laser. you know ahead of time. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It's really nice. And when you are doing a stitch that isn't multi motion, okay, that does stay within the actual stitching area of the presser foot. Since you have a machine with a laser, you have a machine with, like, a colored screen. And it can show you which part of the stitch will be on top of the laser. Okay, so if you want, like, the top of your A to be at the top of the stripe on your fabric, you can line it up like that. Okay, so it can be helpful. I do like the grid that can be shown down on the fabric to kind of keep things square. So that's nice. But... Yeah, I don't know. I, I wish I could. Um, it's not, the laser is not something that I would say, like, you must have. It was never a turning point when I was selling a machine no, to someone. No, you know, like, well, I, I don't remember anyone getting, saying, that's what I need. Yeah. You know what I mean? They yeah. they liked it. It was mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Or, um, and when they come back, they'd be like, okay, laser's, yeah. laser's great. And no. I think, you know, the whole thing, like you said, the embroidery stuff is where it really, yeah. really no. seemed to come when, in. When uh, that, that would be where I could yeah. really get into, like, you know, salesman mode. Right. Like, oh, my gosh, you're never going to wonder. Yeah, you're never going to want to be without is. this again. You know, right. If, if like worried. when you, it, when the only time I know anybody felt, absolutely in love with it and said, I don't want to ever do it without it again, was in embroidery mode. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So I just, um, right, right. The laser, the laser's good there. In fact, the laser in its simpler form in embroidery mode where it's just the dot. No, the dot's enough. Yes, almost. It's good enough. Yeah. Yes, yes. So those are, are there any other seam guides that we haven't? talked about now okay we haven't talked about like the feet that have seam guides on them we talked about edge joining foot there's a quilt 
quarter inch well, foot. Well, quarter guy inch, on it. quarter. Thing. Okay, quarter inch foot. Yeah. So there's basically two types of quarter inch feet. There's one with a seam guide that is a barrier on it. Yeah. Right. It has an edge on it. You can't. So. Yeah. It's at the edge of the fabric, and, you know, that's where it measures for the quarter inch. Then there is one that is absolutely the foot, the, each side of the edge of the foot is a quarter inch from the needle. Right. Okay. Then the other thing about those feet and other feet is you want to look on your feet and see if there are marks that are going from front to back. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Like perpendicular to the edge of yeah, feet yeah. because they are doing that to let you know that oh you you know it's a quarter inch from here from the front or a quarter inch from, from the, the back. back of the yes. needle yes. and then um usually usually the the other feet will be like a five eighths yeah you know it'll show you five eighths if they have a mark there definitely read about all you have feet. to do is measure it too yeah and and read about your feet because you might not know like that that is giving you that information and that can be that can be very nice but yeah so not only do you keep a seam gauge or a ruler you know next to your um, sewing machine to measure fabric or trim or what you're me you may measure distances of needles and you know how right. far things away from what's away from what and how far is this yes. so that's why you know when people say oh i need a seam gauge to sew no you need like three <laughs> one of your ironing well, yeah you need one of the ironing board one of the cutting board and you know one at the sewing machine if you don't want to be looking for and, one and back to that quilt foot with you know okay do you need one ruler to sew so people would right. come in and they'd say well which of these quilting feet do I need? Because, you know, they weren't cheap and not everybody's looking to buy, uh, like, two of something that's called the same thing. Well, you know? right. <laughs> or, or, or repeats its, or repeats its no, function. Yeah, you don't right. want to be redundant. They're like, well, can't I just get away with this one? And I'd say, get whichever one you think is most useful now. But a lot of people come back and mm -hmm. get the complimentary one. You know? Well, and people, you know, if you have the one that has the, like, the quilting foot with the physical edge. Yes, you can't jump a hump with it very well. Yeah, it's a little right. more difficult. So a lot of people, I would say, how it would normally be right. used, is the one with the guide was used for piecing uh, a lot of the time, and mm -hmm. the one without the guide was more used for quilting on top. But then, I of course, people would... But it's then as soon as you start you know, piecing with, like, multiple seams, uh, then the guide gets in the way. So you it's, you know, um, all of these things are made for your convenience, and... Maybe not really necessary, yeah. but once you have it, you think it is, right? Once you yes. use it and it makes you happy, yes. then it is necessary yeah, you for can, your happiness. You can find that right. it, it becomes something that makes it more convenient for you. And we, even though ZD and I are not, you know, quilters and it's not our cup of tea, we served so many people at the shop who were. Like, but we are also very much feet people. Yes, we are feet people. We are feet yeah. people. But yeah, so I'm just saying we had a really good uh, representative sample of people who ended up getting both quilt feet. So that was, you know, nice for us to know. All right. You got anything else to add? Oh, I have something to add. I just, I feel like this episode was inspired when Fred posted that list of episodes oh, that's about right. presser feet. We that were, was Fred. Yeah, thanks Fred for the, she, she published a list of um, podcast episodes that we've published, you know, all the ones we did on presser feet. She compiled them, which we very much And then she asked us if we missed any, and we don't know. I, she I does better know. than us, I, I think. <laughs> she also wrote my live broadcast script for me the other day. Well, you know, Mallory and I, yes, sometimes have, we sit here and have a discussion at, 
and, and we've told you this before. Oh, no, we've talked about that. But where did we talk about it? Well, also, you know, I think sometimes our audience doesn't mind hearing about something again. I mean, I don't. Yeah, me neither. I mean, uh, that just keeps it in my brain better. Yes. Okay. Thank you so much for listening. You can find us on Instagram. We are so here calm. And ZD, take it away. So long and so happy. Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit SewHere.com. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun... Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.